This month on Donaire Talk, the gang travels to Queen Donaire on Stony Plain Road and 156th Street. Owner Sam tells us the importance of quality and why he thinks it's so critical that they make their own meat. Queen Donaire has been in the family for over 25 years, but as he tells us, may be in danger of needing to relocate to stay alive. Does Queen Donaire deserve the Edmonton Donaire crown? Stick around to find out. Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. And welcome to Donaire Talk, where we eat and talk about Donaires. Hope you're hungry. Let's get started. Nailed it. Oh, nailed it. Welcome back, Scott. Welcome back, Brad. And, of course... Pam and Ruben. We're at Queen Donaire on uh, 156th Street and Stony Plain Road on the west end of Edmonton. So named because at one point in time, Queen Elizabeth II had a Donaire here. Perhaps. We're going to have to speak to the owner to see if that's true. I'm assuming, yeah. (laughs) Scott, I've been thinking, and there's a bit of an elephant in the room here that we've never talked about. What exactly is in Donaire meat? It often says beef Donaire. So it makes me think it's it's got beef, but I always thought it was sort of a there's maybe lamb or maybe a conglomeration of different things in there. Do you know what's inside of Donair meat? Of course, I don't know what's in Donair meat. <laughs> um, but what I think is uh, sometimes or, that's enough. Sorry, what I do know, <laughs> what I do know is that uh, I think most of the Donaire meat that you find in shops is made in the same place. It's actually in mm-hmm. St. Albert on the on the south side of St. Albert. Athena really? meats, yeah. And so, um, a lot of it will kind of be the same, the same meat. So whatever it is, it's good. <laughs> we should ask these guys. Yep. When they come over and chat with us. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Oh, good. How are you? My name is Celine. Hi, Celine. Hi, Sam. Easier for the guys here. Hi, Sam. <laughs> In our family has had this store for since 1996. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. The store has been open for about 50. I hear stories going back to 50 years. Wow. Our family, like I'm second generation that's involved with okay. this store. It's quite a landmark, actually, in the West End. It's the first screen don't ever was open before. This is the yes. first one? Oh, okay. Yeah. How many Amazing. are there in the city? At, at a certain point, there was five. Okay. Uh, there was one that, uh, White Ave, there's one on 50th, one downtown, and there was a couple of other ones, and there's one in the Duke, I believe. But then uh, they were sold separately by the original owner without any uh, 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 rules of keeping the same products around that are separately mm-hmm. owned. So you'll find the product differs from a place to another with different owners. So not okay. all Queen owners are the same. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Because sometimes we get complaints, and then it'll be like, oh, we ordered from, where did you order it from? So. Uh, but I can, uh, the other one, I know well that we are the only one that still makes our meat. Mm. We have a butcher shop that makes it so the flavor wow. that you get it here, you can't find it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Even really? though it costs us more money to do that, but mm-hmm. we like to keep it. That's what kept the store open for so long. Yeah. And we don't touch it. And even our sauce, we do it the traditional way. Uh, we don't take shortcuts. You know, you add mayo, you add some stuff, you know, take the shortcuts with the sauce because same thing, people love it. And that's why it's been open for this long. So, so the doner meat is you guys get that made yourselves, right? Yes, we used to make it in the store. Then the butcher that we used to get the meat from, he said, "Okay, I have the machinery. I'll make it for you guys." I said, mm-hmm. so we did a couple of tests because the volume grew, and they know it's a little something less. And we did a test uh, actually quite a while. I think 2006, 2007, we did it, and uh, he did a good job with it. Because, uh, funny enough, uh, he doesn't know what's in our spice. 
So if he plays with the knee, I can tell once I start looking wow. at him. Wow. So he can't mess with us. <laughs> we can't tell you, but, uh, uh, and our meat is leaner. You look at the very greasy, yeah. Other than it's bright in color because it has less fillers in it. Once you look at the Donair cone, that's gray. That means it's lots of fillers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So gray is the filler. You've got yeah. a secret <laughs> recipe for the spices. This is a, yes. This is a serious thing. Nobody, yeah, nobody knows it. Even in the store, I'm the only one who knows. Really? Wow. That is a what we call a high bus factor. It is. <laughs> I, I see some people they might know whatever we always uh, take the extra steps to have a good product to mm -hmm. make the customers happy and that's why we have people that come from Saskatchewan from BC from Victoria they wow. take the meat and, and then they they assemble it over there and uh, that's why you want to choose some it's easier for us and it's cheaper for us to go buy it and start but if you pass to one of the wholesalers you want to buy the donor meat you find two grades grade A and grade B. Mm -hmm. oh. And don't tell me all donor shops are buying grade A. It's more expensive. <laughs> yeah. So it is. It is. We are in this business because we are in this business. It's not like oh, I have nothing to do. I'm gonna go open a donor shop. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I was raised here. I know all the tricks. But I did hospitality for my education too. Like uh, mm -hmm. so, it is. And I like cooking. And I like making food. And you know, we just kind of, you know, being a little bit. Uh, making new stuff like the Doneros that you guys tried. Yeah. Yeah, they're the Those first one we so do it. Good. Now you see it everywhere. Everybody comes and see and oh. try it and now, okay. So <laughs> yeah. they always do. But uh, we were the first one to wow. do that too. So. They were great. They were great. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. And with our meats, like you go anywhere, you taste it. I mean, try it next time. You go somewhere else. Ask for a slice mm -hmm. by itself. Now okay. I'm going to give you a little slice by itself, grilled. Okay. So at least even the non-cook experienced guy he doesn't cook he can highlight two or three notes of spices okay. at least you'll taste this i'm not going to tell this but you're gonna you're gonna make it like a little taste like you can taste but then you eat a meat somewhere else you feel a little bit of salt and heat okay but what is that heat? like you don't under identify let's say it's paprika it's cajun pepper uh -huh. it's but with our meat at least like you can highlight minimum two or three spice notes because okay. our meat is not highly processed and it's uh, linear, less fillers than the you know the other stuff. Okay. So Sam, what kind of things would be a filller in like a, a lower grade? Breadcrumbs. Because it's just like yep. it is made. It is made like, close to your. Uh, uh, it's close to uh, the your meatloaf when they spice it. Sure. And there's another trick, whatever, and all that stuff. And you slice it. And you can see it online. Some recipes they make spice. You put it and that's like that. Get close to it as much as possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, we have a recipe that we follow like to the gram, like not even wow. exactly to the gram, and the, we don't touch it. Like you say, it's been working. To <laughs> it is. I want to change it, and uh, like, uh, and I always believe charge properly. Like, uh, we got a guy, uh, a customer comes in. Oh, there's a store selling a donor for five dollars, six dollars. I said, you know what, go buy meat from the store, and if I sell you donor for five dollars, what kind of meat are you eating? There is yeah. quality part in it that it should make sense. If I sell you a six-ounce burger for like three fifty, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It has to make sense. Now, uh, people in food business, people who are educated or, or you know you're familiar, you like watching some food stuff. So it has to make sense. If I go buy a pound of meat and it's seven, eight dollars, how am I gonna get this one? So we we care number one about quality and our mm -hmm. product we don't touch it the price unfortunately recently everything has been gone, going up 
So yeah. we had to adjust it, but I'll take that risk rather than uh, affecting the quality and affecting the portions because we don't want to. Yeah. And you saw, you guys saw so, the portions. Oh, oh we, we yeah. felt the portions. <laughs> we didn't we just did. see it. We, we felt it. Like I always say, don't air as a meal that you go eat and don't feel guilty. Like, it's just gonna take yourself. You just go eat it and ask questions later. That's right. Nobody knows what happened and everybody's allowed to treat himself That's for something. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I like that attitude. That's uh that's how I live most of my life, unfortunately. Yeah. Is the problem. That's my problem. But uh yeah. Yeah. there is lots of donor places and mm-hmm. uh, there is um you see lots open, lots shut down, lots open. If the people right. think it's easy, I'll buy the couple of machines, put the balls, and yeah. stuff. Uh, which, there's lots of, you know, you have to have experience, you have to know what to do, you have to to be able to make it. And then you see a couple of places that six months they'll shut down or something like that, especially in this market too. But you have to be, uh, I always say, make it with love. Mm-hmm. properly don't take shortcuts once you start taking shortcuts it's gonna show mm-hmm. it's gonna show because uh, people have taste buds people know people look for the quality to how much they pay how much mm-hmm. the food and then if uh, you get some good food you pay a little bit too much for it but you're happy with it if you have cheap food you don't like it it's gonna be well, and people are loyal as well, so they find a place they like and they want to three, keep going back and supporting. Three generations, four generations. I have four generation people coming in. Wow! Wow! The grandpa, the son, and the yeah. like the old. <laughs> and we had the grand, the um, Orange uh, McEwen uh, building was here. So whoever used right. to come to here, sure. now they come wherever they are. Like we graduated. Uh, and sometimes yeah. you see Ferraris. Sometimes you see like Porsches <laughs> parking in front of the store. Huge people. Because they've been eating uh, here. They, yeah. they, 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 it brings up memories, and uh, oh. thankfully everybody says, "Oh, it's still." The same, which that's Has it been in this exact spot the whole? <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, yes, for almost fifty years. Hmm. It's amazing. That'd be sad if you guys actually get you move. You, you were saying earlier that the LRT expansion might be affecting the location. It right? might be. It wasn't supposed to, but something happens, and then uh, they let us know. As I mentioned, we renewed the lease for a long time, but then they mm-hmm. said, "Oh," and it's funny they're going to block the entrance, so people oh. have to parachute here. So eventually, it's not like. Uh, it's not gonna happen, so we have yeah. to move uh, probably in a, about eight, nine months, something like that. We mm-hmm. are in a negotiation with the city to see how they're gonna help, whatever. Mm-hmm. They said they're gonna help, but we'll see if they're gonna stand up for their words. But yeah. we learned about lots of stories that they kind of uh, uh, messed things for people, for businesses. This is a family business, my yeah. family business. I think families going on, and unfortunately, at one of the meetings in the city, we told them Corona didn't shut us down. Please, you guys don't shut us down. Because yeah. Corona, we were working like our family by ourselves. So if this location has to shut down, yeah. you have plans to open we it? Have, we have to look around the area here. Okay. Uh, thankfully, as you mentioned, we have lots of follow-up, lots of uh, loyalty by our customers, they mm. said. Yep. And lots of people, they are familiar with what's going on, and they said, we'll follow you wherever you go, guys. Because, oh, that's good. good. Because we have people, like, they drive from Spruce Grove to come take their donors and go out. And, you know, there's donor places there. That's where Brad's from. Yeah, Brad's I'm from, from Spruce Grove. Grove. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I have people even still play. Yeah. Lady Case told me, come, I'll let you work out of my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what, it is something to look forward down the road, but just to bypass this uh, bypass this uh, period of time till end of 2023, you know, end of COVID issues, end, end of uh, 
supply demand supply chain mm-hmm. issues to kind of figure out it's worth it or not but uh, definitely it's going to be kept as a family owned business yeah. as a Good. supporting local supplier supporting local uh, Albertans and all that stuff through everything because you know you gotta uh, support each other to keep it Thank you so much for talking You're with welcome. us. Yeah, yeah, we really appreciate it. Just, I'm happy to have you guys. I hope you like them. And, uh, we love and, delicious. Uh, I love what you're doing, guys. Keep up the good work, you know. Well, and, Local, and, uh, some other businesses, we don't put them on the map, let people hear about them. Which is absolutely. We've been, we've been told that it's like speaking with the owner is the best part of the show. So <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. That's good. I'm, uh, it's all nice. It's all good. And uh, we wish you all the luck. And thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you, you very we'll much. Definitely be back. This yeah. is Thanks, awesome. Sam. Thanks, Scott. I'm I'm digging the interior here of Queen Donaire. There is um, some lovely artwork and, and, and photographs. There's a photo of Edmonton downtown Edmonton. No, that's Paris. Oh, it's <laughs> Paris. Sorry, that's the Eiffel Tower. Uh, Edmonton is Paris in the Prairies. I hear though. Is that right? That's true. That's true. Uh, they look very similar. I thought it was the Fairmont. Um, you've got a great view of Stony Plain Road. Which kind of construction-y right now with uh, the train construction, but LRT, still kind of yeah. a. This is a very classic part of the city to sort of be in. Uh, you're not in the suburbs. You're not on one of the trendy White Ave downtown areas. Like this is a real. It's like Ruben said, salt of the earth kind of spot. And yeah. it's, it's really easy to get to. There's great parking. Yeah, I actually I got here a little bit early before they opened. It's it's first thing in the morning. We're the first people here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I got here a little early. I was next door at the video game shop. I was checking out all the oh. video games for sale. I might, I might actually come back and and sell some of my old stuff because, man, they're they're selling like Game Boys for two hundred twenty dollars. So. Vintage video games is huge right now. It's so huge. Much stuff. Speaking of which, in the corner here, we've got two video game cabinets. The video games are amazing. You've got like a vintage pinball machine. You've got the Sega Monaco GP racing game with the steering wheel, wood grain, and then you've got like a Donkey Kong, uh, Galactica, Frogger, and Mrs. Pac-Man. Multi. Multi cabinet. I mean, this reminds me. If you were choosing four games to play, those are. I'm not a Donkey Kong fan. It's too hard. It's a tough game, but it reminds me of like every other kind of diner and fast food place in small town rural Alberta growing up. They always had a couple of video games. And it was so much fun to go over and play. All right. Okay. So that was super fast. That's the regular. That's the regular. It's heavy on the end of that tray there. It is heavy. It's my favorite moment of the podcast where we get to talk about numbers. I'm going to drop my donair on the scale. This is the jumbo with cheese. And it's weighing in at 711 grams. I love that number. 711 grams. That's a good sized especially for the price like i'm i'm actually a little bit shocked um yeah it's a at, good the, deal. at the price of the donair for the size because again like i said comparing to some other places this large size donair is yeah it's it is very heavy and it's it is the length of my forearm all right cheers everyone cheers, cheers. let's uh let's try queen donair it's uh <laughs> It's not heavy on the sauce, which I kind of like. Pita's fresh. Nair meat's laid nicely along the bottom. And there's no skimping on the veggies here. Like sometimes you get a really meaty donair, and sometimes that's what you want. But at least on the regular that I have here, it's piled with lettuce. Mm-hmm. And it's really giving a nice balance. Very excellent ratio of meat 
to veggies. Agreed. I think for some of the other big doneres we've had, there's been so much meat and and cheese, but very little vegetable, which at first looks amazing, and then about a third of the way through, you're like, oh, I could really use something cold and crisp right now. Mm -hmm. Iceberg lettuce. I'm appreciating a return (laughs) to iceberg. I really do think iceberg is the lettuce that you need to have in a doner. I feel like I'm a third of the way through already. I'm eating very fast. The meat is fried very nicely. It's, it's like a bit of a crisp, mm-hmm. and it's thin. It's fried, but it's not too crispy. It still has a nice, soft mouth. Mm-hmm. I also like the pita of the Queen Donaire. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I don't know. There's something a little bit different about it. It's, it holds up a little better. It hasn't gotten soggy or anything like that. Because it's more wrapped around there to make it a little bit more um, cylindrical, I think that helps because you mm-hmm. almost have maybe a, a second layer in there in part of it. There's some overlap. I can't get over this prices. Inflation has not yet struck Queen Donaire. <laughs> well, maybe that's a Cheers. bit of a Stony Plain Road discount. Last two places we went to were new buildings. Yeah, it's true. High okay. polish. They're probably paying a higher rent than Queen Donaire. It's like the savings are coming through. They pass them right on to you. Mm-hmm. They invested in those arcade machines decades ago. <laughs> They're true. paid off for sure. They're That's... just a steady source of income now. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready to talk about some of your thoughts for this donaire? Let's rank these. What's our first category for ranking donaires? Ruben? Mouthfeel. How does it feel in your mouth? It ranks high for me. It's got the right kind of lettuce in my opinion. Although the meat is grilled, it's not grilled so much that I'm getting a lot of chunky, hard parts in it. So, like, mouthfeel for me, kind of on the the bottom end of that, right? Like, where, yes, it's grilled, it's not soggy, mm-hmm. it's not crispy. We're in the Goldilocks zone. Uh, what's our next category uh, here, Ruben? Freshness. Extremely fresh. The pita, I think it was the best pita I've had, I've had so far. Um, so I felt really good about that. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it, but... I think it's definitely, like you said, the pita. And also, that proportion of a proportion of meat and lettuce and sauce and cheese is very well, a very well distributed donaire. Like it's Truth. not just thrown together. Nope. Uh, overall taste? What about length? Oh. This is the longest donaire I've had. It is, it's extremely <laughs> long. Mine was pretty heavy on the onions, so. If you're not an onion fan, you might have to go for like half onions or no onions. It's a good taste though. I think a lot of it is that it's got the right proportion of ingredients. Some of those other big donaires we had were just so much meat. In the end, all you're doing is eating donair meat. And that's not as enjoyable. Well, that's why we come out at the end of the day. But yeah, no, the proportion of everything is really good. It's getting a little bit soggy at the end mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. the, the length. Good sweet sauce. I really loved having the side of sweet sauce. There's a couple of times I, I dumped that on the donair and it was a good choice. Almost not enough sweet sauce on the actual... I don't know. I could use it a little more, but... Maybe it all leaked out the bottom. There's a lot when you get to the bottom, let me tell you. There's a lot. It was a little, a little light on the sauce, maybe. On the saucy donair. You probably ask for heavy sauce. So overall, in napkins, have we found Edmonton's best donaire? Well, we haven't been to everywhere in Edmonton yet. But well, it's a tough one to say. Uh, this is a good donaire. I liked the choice of lettuce. I liked the 
<clears throat> proportion of ingredients I think was just spot on. The pita was good. I'm gonna go four out of five, four napkins out of five. It was a good solid donaire. And unique, it will always stick out in my mind as being the cylinder, the perfect cylinder donaire. So long, like longer than my forearm. Um, okay, four. Well, you know, for me, I can't get I can't get past the value for money. Excellent value. Value for money. I think size-wise to how much this donair costs, that really factors in for me. Um, so you know, I I think I'm gonna go 4.3, even though it's like I prefer a bit of a crispier meat. It was a little light on the sauce, but the value is this. This is gonna fill you up. I'm just gonna. It's gonna taste really good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go 4.3. 4.3 napkins out of five. So Queen Donaire, Brad comes in at four napkins out of five, while Scott comes in for 4.3 napkins out of five. I'm a pleaser. <laughs> I'm pleasantly full. I don't feel like sick. I just want to make him proud because he said he'd be pretty impressed if we finished it. So. Absolutely, it was a challenge. <laughs> so now we have to. Mm-hmm. It's like a badge of honor. <laughs> Even though I'm going to regret it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. You want the store owner to go home to his family and say, Today I saw this man. <laughs> he ate the entire donair. And the kids would go, Wow. <laughs> Did you get his name, Dad? Yes. Here's his podcast. <laughs> you can listen to him consume the entire donair <laughs> in 30 minutes. <laughs> kind of a bedtime story. Queen Donaire claims to be the inventor of the Donaire Spring Roll, which is a spring roll wrapper filled with Donaire meat and cheese and literally the size of my child's hand. It is insanely good. We would love to hear what you think of the 156th Street Queen Donaire. If you try it out, be sure to send us your review at donairetalk at gmail.com or on Twitter at donairetalk. We'll feature our favorites on the next episode of Donaire Talk.